And all those little green and red rectangles on the chart, they mean something to short-term traders because they're trying to evaluate if the move is legitimate and what type of upward momentum it has. And so they're in and out trading off of that momentum and volume is extremely important to a short-term trader because it validates, it legitimizes the move. this episode of Early Bird, Pete Stolzer is founder of One Option. Pete joins the podcast today to talk about short-term trading versus long-term trading, including a look at fundamentals and technical analysis. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, Let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Pete, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Stephen. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We're talking about why investors, especially those investors who are newer to the market, should avoid short-term trades. But before we get to that, Pete, um, what should our listeners know about you in about 30 seconds or less? Uh, well, I've done everything in the industry for the last 30 years or so, and that includes working on the Chicago Board of Trade 30-year bond pit. I've been the senior VP of a large brokerage firm. I've traded professionally for a hedge fund. I do it personally for myself, and now I've actually built out educational course for traders and also software to wow. help us find the best opportunities. A lot. I've done it all. You've done it all, and that's incredible. Um, short-term trades, Pete. How would you define what a short-term trade is, and why do you think certain investors, particularly investors who are newer to the market, should try to avoid short-term trading? For me, short-term trades can span anywhere from a month to a few hours during the course of the day. You could also look at short-term trading as being maybe inside of a three-month window, but really not much more than that. And the reason that I say that it stays inside of a three-month range is because you have quarterly earnings reports that come out, and those quarterly earnings reports are very important as far as the overall health of the company, and that's a snapshot where we get to evaluate the company each quarter, and that's where fundamental analysis comes into play. Absolutely. Um, And so now that you sort of define what short-term trading is, from my understanding, I don't think you're – you seem to be sort of against short-term trading uh, for certain investors out there. Why? I am for investors because when you're investing, you really need to be able to assess 
what the overall macro business environment is for the company. You need to know that company intimately. What industry do they belong to? Uh, What is their revenue growth? What is their product line, their profit margins? Who is their competition? What is the regulatory environment? And they also need to be able to understand balance sheets and income statements, valuation metrics. Is the company overvalued, undervalued? And based on all this information, you develop a thesis on the company and you determine that the company is a good value at this particular time and that the company has good growth prospects for the future. So you're comfortable accumulating shares of that company over time. Mm -hmm. But are there there any traders you think who should avoid this uh, method of short-term trading? Well, once you learn how to be a trader and really keep your time frame short, then that becomes your focus because you're in and out of positions very, very quickly. You can reduce your risk exposure to longer term news events and you can take advantage of very short term price movement. And so there needs to be really a distinction between being an investor and being a short term trader. And oftentimes investors will get caught up in the market action. They may read a headline on a company. They may be listening to their neighbor. They could hear a stock guru on TV tout a particular stock. And so they get all bright eyed and bushy tailed and they go out and they buy this stock for what they think is going to be a short term trade. Mm -hmm. And they oftentimes get trapped because they're not necessarily aware of what the technical picture might look like. And so when we talk about fundamental analysis, I described all the things that a longer term investor should be aware of. Now, short term traders, what they look at almost exclusively is price. And they use technical indicators for that. They use longer term moving averages, trend lines, horizontal support and resistance lines, and they read price action. And all those little green and red rectangles on the chart, they mean something to short-term traders because they're trying to evaluate if the move is legitimate and what type of upward momentum it has. And so they're in and out trading off of that momentum and volume is extremely important to a short-term trader because it validates, it legitimizes the move. So that's that's kind of the distinction between technical analysis and fundamental analysis. And when you are a very short-term trader, you don't necessarily care what the company does. You have no intentions of being in that position long. You're more concerned with what are the institutions doing and what is that price movement that I'm seeing currently tell me about where the stock is heading. Oh, yeah, that's that's something that you should definitely know. So, so just, just so we're clear, you're saying that there are certain – people out there who should avoid short-term trades? Yes, if you're a longer-term investor and you're, let's say that you really like Apple and you've done your homework and you know uh, what their profit margins or products are, their macro business condition, and you're just very happy accumulating shares, dollar cost averaging over time, then that is definitely a good approach for you, but you should avoid trading Apple on a short-term news item if you're not familiar with technical analysis and how to discern 
whether the move that's currently taking place is legitimate or not, Mm -hmm. because you could be stuck in that trade for a very long period of time. And instead of capturing short-term gains and being in and out of the position in a week or two, you could be hanging on to a dog for a long period of time that takes months to recover. Now there's there, I, I should also distinguish there are longer term investors who are simply buying index like S and P 500 SPY. Mm-hmm. Now there you really don't have to be a good stock picker and you don't have to do all the fundamental analysis. You're basically just taking money every month and allocating it to the overall market where you have lots of, um, diversification. Mm-hmm. So you're not subjected to any one company. Yes. That's, that's, very smart thing to do and a great thing to do if you want to get in the market you maybe don't have the time or the resources to really go uh, go and invest in stocks index funds ETFs are a great way to to sort of get into that market no no doubt about it uh, Pete real quick you talked a little bit about technical analysis um, just so our, so our audience is clear what exactly do you mean by technical analysis what sort of methods do you follow so within the overall market, you know, you've got the moving averages, everybody follows them. So they provide support and resistance levels. And we watch what that price behavior is around those major moving averages. We're using longer term trend lines. We're looking for breaches to the upside or the downside. And it very much is visual. You're really looking at charts and you're using technical indicators. I use uh, LRSI as an example of of an indicator. Our particular edge in the system that I trade and what tells me that institutions are engaged, they are wanting to buy a particular stock right now is called relative strength, not to be confused with RSI. So what does relative strength measure? The easiest way to describe it is, let's say that the market is going down and it's going down hard. 75% of all stocks follow the market. So you would expect the stock to also be down. Well, those stocks that are treading water or actually moving higher in a down market, that is a fantastic tell because those institutions are in there buying that stock regardless of what the market is doing. So a long-term asset manager who is looking to accumulate shares of Eli Lilly, for instance, he doesn't care that the S&P 500 has been down for the last hour and that it looks like a bearish trend day. He's in there looking at what the stock is going to be doing two, three, five years from now. And so relative strength is something that tells us that right here, right now, these institutions want in, and we're gonna lean on that for very short-term trades. So really, technical analysis, price, volume. We're looking at price and we're looking at volume, and that is helping us determine direction. Good point. When we return, we'll hear from Pete about the advantages and disadvantages of short-term trading and a look at short-term trading in 2023. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, 
investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Pete, uh, today we're talking about short-term trading, why certain investors may want to avoid short-term trading. Um, I want to play devil's advocate real quick. Um, sure. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you totally. Long-term trading always does better. It's less risky than a short-term trade. But just for devil's advocate's sake, a lot of advocates of short-term trading will say, well, the benefits of short-term trading are pretty obvious. It offers flexibility um, in, when you're maneuvering the market. Um, it's it's really helpful to, to get in and out if you know what you're doing, and you can certainly make a lot of money that way. Uh, what do you say to those investors and traders out there who do like to do short-term trading? Uh, it is grueling. It's extremely difficult. Uh, it will take minimum a couple of years to learn how to do it. You should start by trading one share at a time. And until you get your win rate up to about 75% or higher, you should not do anything more than just refine your analysis and work on your win rate because otherwise you will you'll lose your money. The fail rate on day trading and short-term trading is very, very high. So uh, there's a lot to learn. So that's something that our company teaches. I've got a whole educational program built out around it. But there are advantages also to being a short-term trader. Mm -hmm. And there are advantages to being uh, using technical analysis. For me personally, I am not, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage when I'm doing uh, fundamental analysis on companies because I have to know all the details of the company. It's such a fast-paced world that for me to expect that I'm going to compete with Goldman Sachs research team, and for instance, they've got satellite imaging of the smog in China to uh, determine what their output level is for their activity. They've got uh, people sitting in courtrooms if there's some kind of corporate litigation taking place so they know exactly what the outcome might be. Uh, they've got PhDs in biomed who are analyzing clinical trials for companies. They are evaluating the smallest little component manufacturer for an Apple iPhone to see how much their supply is and if they're ramping up production. I don't have access to any of that information. So what my objective is, is to find out what is Goldman Sachs buying? And I can do that by using technical analysis. I can follow their breadcrumbs and let them do all of the heavy lifting. Interesting approach. Pete, on that point, what did you mean by uh, win, win rate? What, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, that would be your profitable trade. So when you enter a trade and exit a trade, 75% of those trades should be profitable. It's based on when the, you, the, the raw number of trades, not the number of shares or anything like that. Cor correct. And so what, it, it sounds relatively easy, uh, like, oh, well, that's not too bad, 75% win rate. But <laughs> the key is it's going to take two or maybe three years for you to get to that point, and there's going to be a lot that you have to learn. A lot of it is psychological and emotions and how you handle losses. Well, if you're keeping your trade size small to one share, then you're not going to be 
that emotional about it and you're going to be really learning. You're going to be faced with many different uh, situations and that experience is going to help you get to that 75% win rate. Oh, wow. So, so, so that totally makes sense right there. Um, Pete, you talked a bit about why there might be some advantages to short-term trading. I want to put this all in the context of 2023. It's been an interesting year in the stock market while better than 2022. There are so many questions going forward about how the stock market might end the year. Um, Is 2023 a good year for those who want to explore short-term trading? Uh, It has been a relatively tough year because the market has been transitioning. So when we were transitioning in 2021 to 2022, there was a defined bear market backdrop. And we were able to do very, very well short-term trading because the market was dropping. Since the beginning of the year, the market has been gradually climbing higher and it's been rebounding. But the intraday volatility is starting to collapse and compress. So the average daily range for the market is starting to compress, and that makes it more difficult for short-term traders. So it it is uh, it requires a lot more patience to make money in this market, and we don't have in the last two months really any great market direction. There's no longer term market trend we've really been in a fairly wide trading range it's a a confusing time for sure (laughs) it is as we get into august and september first week or two of october even those tend to be fairly weak seasonal periods for the market but then by the middle of october through middle of december those are typically bullish times of the year when you want to really focus on the long side Hmm. buying buying stocks yeah that uh, definitely keep that in mind as we get closer to october november december it's definitely a good idea to look at some of those seasonal patterns um pete to sort of wrap up this discussion what what advice would you have to um investors who might be thinking about doing some short-term trading um what advice would you say avoid uh, all the headlines don't buy the dip what 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 would be your message to those people who are interested in this well i think that uh, william o'neill uh wrote a really good book how to make money in stocks and he mixes a little bit of technical and a little bit of fundamental so that would ease people into technical analysis but Getting a book or two on how to read candlestick patterns and how to conduct technical analysis, I think would be your first step is to learn that approach. Mm. So start start with that and then sort of build out build uh, build out your strategy from there. Yes, exactly. Learn the types of patterns and then start spending some time in front of charts, uh, reading and. There's so much information. Uh, I've got a lot of free information that I provide to people on on how to get started in short-term trading, but it's a completely different way of thinking. Mm. 
So it's, it's sort of changing your mindset, especially if you're so used to long-term trading. But, but what if you're not new to, what if you're completely new to the market? You, you've never done any uh, long-term trading, no index trading. You, you, you know, you're young and you're thinking about, hey, I can take a little bit of risk right now. Why not try some short-term trading? Well, what about the, for those folks out there who might be in that category? Well, it usually ends in disaster because uh, it's FOMO. You know, like I say, they they watch a uh, oh, they watch something on TV or they hear their friend talk about how you know this crypto company is going to be the next best thing since sliced bread, and they don't really know the fundamentals of the company. They don't know the technicals of the company. They just go out and they do something. Yeah. And uh, I I would caution them to. Learn one or the other. I think William O'Neill's book is just a great starting point because it gives you a mixture of fundamental and technical analysis, and he's got a can-slim approach. Most importantly, there is a systematic decision-making approach. And wherever you fall on the spectrum of investing or trading, you have to have a systematic decision-making approach so that you know this is step one, step two, step three, step four, and now all of a sudden you're kind of getting into check boxes that are marked. So if you're starting out, um, I would start with William O'Neill's book and then learn more about different types of trading systems that are out there. And in doing so, you'll kind of determine what your personality might be and where you lie in that spectrum. Great advice. Pete, thank you so much for coming on the Early Bird Podcast to talk about short-term trading um, versus long-term trading. Before we wrap up the podcast, I just have one final question for you, Pete. Sure. And it's the most important question for today's discussion. That question okay. for you, Pete, is what movie can you rewatch over and over again and why? <laughs> Gladiator. Oh, why is that? Ah, I just uh, love the setting. I love the acting. It was just such a great story. Uh, and because I'm a gladiator, that's what I do every day. <laughs> I'm in there battling it out. Thank you again to Pete Stolzers for sharing your insights on investing. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.